Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let's talk about a conference that is coming up uh, in the airport hotel there in the next couple of weeks. It's called Promoting Autistic Autonomy. Joined by Sharon McCarthy of AutismJourneys.ie. Sharon, good morning to you. Morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Looking through the list of speakers for the event, it's a very broad range and there'll be a lot up for discussion. What is the purpose of the event? I suppose, PJ, um, the reason that we've, we've decided to organise this is that um, that we know that there is a huge level of, um, or a huge lack of support and services available to families and to, to provide uh, to, to different individuals seeking out that kind of support at the moment. I suppose um, the reason that we've organised it is that, first of all, we want to ensure that people are equipped and empowered with um, means to support their autistic young people, um, adults and other family members. Um, and then we also want to ensure that I suppose that autistic individuals themselves, that their needs are being met so that we can ensure best outcomes for those those individuals. Yeah. Who who should attend? Who is it for? So for everybody, for anybody who is supporting an autistic person, for anybody who is um, navigating autism themselves, family members, grandparents, parents and so on. But also the beauty in this is that it is definitely something that different clinicians like speech and language therapists, psychologists, occupational therapists, um, educators and so on can all attend because there is absolutely something for everybody at this conference. What's difficult, and I guess, Sharon, you know, you're a mom yourself of, of, of a lad. Absolutely. No two autistic people are the same. And, and that Absolutely. makes it difficult to approach it. There's no generic approach here. Everything has to be tailored towards the individual. Absolutely. So I suppose, PJ, um, I, I suppose I am. I'm a mom actually to multiple identified autistic kiddos. So we navigate that kind of multiple um, kind of support system every single day in our house. Um, and I suppose from my standpoint, I, I, like, I think about kiddos and meeting their needs and so on and so forth. And I suppose this isn't about creating a one type, uh, one type of an environment or a space that every autistic person is going to be, every autistic person's needs are going to be facilitated. And this is about like equipping those around the autistic person with different strategies and means with which to individualize and support the autistic person central to their world. And so creating accessibility, but 
absolutely vitally to that creating accessibility while keeping that autistic person's voice central to absolutely everything that happens so th- that individualizing is 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 key to this i suppose when we think about regulation for example and i know pj i'm speaking to a fellow a fellow parent so i suppose when we when we think about regulation when we think about meltdowns and so on and so forth the reality as well you know is that if somebody is is feeling completely overwhelmed from a sensory standpoint for like from we'd say if they're overwhelmed because of all that visual information that they're receiving um it, it makes sense that that needs to be changed for that person and mm. um, by comparison to somebody who becomes overwhelmed because of loud noises for example mm-hmm. but i suppose the, the the center central to this is ensuring that individuals that first of all the people know what to look for know know we'd say different potential areas of trigger and so on and then that we provide those strategies for individuals so that they that, that's a particularly fascinating them. area sharon and i remember when my lad was very small and he, his meltdowns now he never had severe ones to be fair we were always very lucky but he would bite and he would kick and he could get yeah. stressed at the slightest thing and you know we yeah. i remember one of our very early therapists saying there is no such thing as an autism, as a, a meltdown without a reason, you could strive oh, to find the reason for years, but there is there is a reason for every single meltdown, and it's finding absolutely. that. Like we found with 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 himself, two things in particular: green neon, which yeah. he hates to this day, and yeah. will sit with his back to it, and rose bushes. Would you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose when you think about it, PJ, uh, we like we. There's absolutely there's so many different reasons why somebody might become overwhelmed or feel like they can't access the space and so on. And um, but I suppose the reality is is that even though so, like we might seek and seek and seek and feel like we're looking forever, and um, the reality is is that anybody presenting with a kind of a, an overwhelmed response is in fact communicating something to us. Um, and I suppose the the piece in this is that people like i suppose shifting that mindset and shifting um i i suppose moving away from the idea of uh, like of challenging behavior in inverted commas i'm going to say i'm doing the in inverted commas uh, sign here myself the gesture i suppose but moving away from that and moving instead toward um, even the term emotional and physical response because the reality is is that when we consider response we are then looking and we are actually flipping that kind of lens like considering looking through a different lens and looking to see what might be impacting the individual externally that with that is 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 actually causing that level of discomfort and overwhelm and dysregulation and so on and it'll come with without an explanation another thing that has changed as well sharon is the way we talk about the autistic person now the language has changed we used to say a person with autism because the autism we used to say didn't define them now we say the autistic person and i'm still a little uncomfortable with the change yeah, absolutely. I suppose uh, I tend to take my lead from autistic people yes. and from the kind of autistic community. I look at um, research, actually, is where I'd be kind of looking most specifically. And recurrent research would indicate that um, a- about 80% of autistic people would prefer that identity first language, so the ter- terms like autistic, versus 20% of people um, preferring to use the, ter- the the person first language, that I the person with autistic 
autism. I suppose I tend to take my lead, but equally, um, for me, definitely, PJ, I tend to take my lead from the person standing in front of me yes. most significantly. So we'd say if you are if you're an autistic person who prefers to, to be referred to as a person with autism, then that's the term that I use. And I suppose, again, it, that's about keeping the person's voice central. I'm also mindful, PJ, that um, for us as parents, that I know that like I'm on this journey a very long time in the same way that you are. Um, and I suppose I'm very mindful that this was introduced to us as something that didn't define the child. Um, absolutely. I suppose what I'm mindful of, though, these days, um, and regardless of language, it, it doesn't matter what language people use once they're respectful, of the person standing in front of them. But I suppose what I'm mindful of um, these days is that unless we take account of the person's autistic neurotype, we're not going to be able to accommodate their needs in the way that they need to be accommodated. Mm. We've got to take take account of the, the person, holistically speaking. Um, I suppose it, it in the same way that we take account of a wheelchair user using a wheelchair in order to move themselves, to, in order to navigate the world, um, physically speaking, um, we wouldn't we wouldn't attempt to consider that 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 not being something that absolutely makes up part of that person. So I suppose in that same way, like I suppose that's the space that the, the term autistic is coming from. Equally, I suppose, if we don't take account of, um, I, I suppose, of, of how the environment and how spaces impact upon an autistic person, if we don't take account of the fact that they're sensory, they're, they're, they're more likely to experience um, sensory process and difficulties, for example, then we're not going to be able to accommodate that individual and so on. I heard a story one time, Sharon, a chap told me this. He'd got a job and he he got a fantastic college degree and he'd got himself a job, but he found his job, and this is, it, it, it all ties in with the autonomy. His first job was in what you might call a cube farm. So it was this enormous... Yeah open plan office with everybody in their own cube yeah. but the nature of the job was you could be in a different cube every day and that oh, didn't geez. sit with him he couldn't do it he could not do it yeah. so he chose his cube he made his cube his home and to be fair to his boss he said to his boss I can't move around every day because I'm going to be yeah. spending the whole morning getting used to the new box I can't do it he said okay yeah. you're good at your job you'll always have that cube and they marked it off for yeah. him but therein lies that accommodation. So I suppose I do I do a lot of work as well, like not only with families, PJ, but with corporates and so on as well, kind of training and looking at intake and onboarding and kind of maintaining and retention of job placement and all that kind of a crap. These seem like such tiny, insignificant accommodations. And yet these these types of accommodation, outlining to the person what to expect for the day, outlining to the person where they're going to be situated, letting the person know that, okay, if you don't feel comfortable talking on the phone, we, I can email, we can email back and forth instead and so on. They're tiny, they seem tiny, but they can make the difference between an individual being set up for success and succeeding or that person failing and focusing, I suppose, losing their kind of sense of self, their sense of self-esteem. Um, I, I suppose we know, PJ, that there is an absolute mental well-being crisis um, uh, currently in the world. Um, and very significantly within the autism or the autistic community. The reality is, is that much of that mental well-being can be navigated and can be almost, I suppose, lack of mental well-being 
can be sidestepped and can be avoided when we accommodate the person in the right way, be they a child or an adult. I suppose additionally, when you think about autism and think about our understanding of autism from a societal standpoint, as we've all learned, we all watched Rain Man growing up and we all watched different programs. Atypical now was recently on um, on, on Netflix and so on. The reality is, is that there is people understand still that many people understand still that autism equates to somebody who is navigating um, intellectual disability yeah. or it, it, they equate it to, to, to children very very specifically children and many of our autistic many of the individuals in the autistic community are falling off a cliff when they they age out of child services and so on yeah. do you know what I mean so there's there's this huge huge need yeah. for supporting autistic young people and adults to be empowered I suppose to see themselves from a strengths focus standpoint to be able to manage how they feel and to be able to manage their own regulation and so on and so forth and to let them know that all of that is okay it's not a big deal to allow or to support somebody in stimming in flicking their fingers and flapping their hands and in tapping on a desk or whatever if it means that that person can focus can learn in school or can be productive at work that that person I told you about his boss just said, okay, look, you're brilliant at your job and exactly. I, I can understand you need that cube. So they didn't even yeah. ass- they didn't even assign it every day. Yeah. That was his. Yeah. And his and his colleagues just said, okay, fine. Sharon, where can people yeah. get tickets for the event? So the, the the event at the moment, I suppose just to say, PJ, um, there's a hugely eclectic mix of speakers at the event. We've got what would be considered a multidisciplinary approach. So you're looking at education, psychology, occupational therapy, speech and language therapy, um, a, a, an early an earlier specialist who is also a parent, and um, a, per, another um, a person, another group actually, a couple looking at aging and autism and looking at kind of outcomes for speaking versus non-speaking people. Um, I suppose we also have Dr. Luke Bearden, who is a real, real leader in the autism field Mm. at the moment. He focuses on autonomy and so on. He's absolutely amazing as as well, you know. Um, And I suppose just to let people know that this conference will absolutely meet the needs of those educators and those clinicians and so on that I've that I've, I've mentioned but I suppose the goal for me as a parent first and foremost and as a professional second is that and um, people are equipped from a family standpoint because if we set these children and young people up early we ensure that their outcomes are improved and that things become so much more um, helpful and that they succeed, I suppose, I- I- essentially speaking. Um, from a ticket standpoint, tickets are available on Eventbrite. Um, so what I can do, PJ, is I can send uh, send you on the link and maybe you could pop it up on your page, um, on your social media or whatever. I have it actually, Sharon, but yeah, send okay. it on again anyway. Okay, okay. Um, and I suppose people can also, um, if if they so so, if people want to um, look at my social media, so it's Autism Journeys uh, Radio Show is what it is. It's a it's a podcast all centered on all things autism and so on. But if people look at Autism Journeys Radio Show, so my handle on Facebook is 
Autism FM, so capital A and a capital F and everything else, lowercase. And then um, Autism Journeys Radio Show on Instagram as well. It's at autism.journeys. Um, I will be regularly sharing the link for that as well, for the, for the event as well on those. Right. Um, but again, I can send on those handles to you as well, PJ. Okay. Sharon, a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you very much. The event on at the Cork International Hotel on the 18th of September. That's Sharon McCarthy. Quartz 96 FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.